Dion. We back. Hey, girl. We back. How are you? Oh, my gosh. You're exclaiming. That's hot. Yes. Yes. How are you? I'm excited. I'm excited. I know. Yes. It's the playoff week. I'm doing great. It was a great day today with stars basketball is concerned it's um it's been great we had a uh, wrench thrown in the in the mix today but yeah but we'll talk about what happened uh, i'm so glad to be back everybody welcome back to the wnba fans huddle this is from the sidelines with the yep, yep. and beyond yep this is us y'all welcome back to our huddle this is episode 11 it's just it's just crazy that we have been rolling right into uh, into these episodes, so big ups to uh, thanks Dion for joining me. You know, on doing this little venture we're on. Yeah, yeah, we're doing our thing. We are two fans that just love to do this, and we just we talk about WNBA, and we've been fans forever. And I, last season, I was just so compelled to find a way to make a platform where I can just kind of put our art out there and. Give our commentary, our two cents. Our two cents matter. It does. It does. <laughs> we got a yep, lot of yep. a lot coming from the sidelines. So here we are. Here we are, everybody. Welcome back to episode 11. Dion, tell me how was your week since we last spoke, you know, to the people and to the fans. What was your last week like? What's up? It was a it was a, a pretty cool, uh, non-eventful week, and I will definitely take that. Um uh, <laughs> You know, kind of just getting yeah. back in the routine of things, you know, with work, school. Right. Um, just trying to hammer some things out um, as far as goals that we have set for other ventures in our lives. So working on those things and um, trying to, to, to get this virtual school thing still together. <laughs> it's no joke. Shout out to the parents. Yeah, shout out to the parents. I'm not a parent. I'm adjacent to many, though, that have young ones in school and getting the virtual learning on. So parents, good job. Kids, hang in there. <laughs> yeah, it's no joke. It can't be easy. It's, it's yeah. over and over. You know, emails trying to get links to work and making sure you're oh. on the Google meeting. And, but we're making it. We're making it. But how was your week? Yeah, I had a really cool week. Uh, nothing too crazy. I've been just kind of keeping my nose and like the political stuff. We're coming up on the election, you guys. Election day actually happens on our birthday, Dion. You do know this. It so. does. We either, yeah. We're going to either have a very happy birthday or we're, we're yeah, we got we to gotta make some change. But other than that, um, I've had a really good week. I hit the gym four times this week. I've been working on some projects that I just got bubbling. I feel really refreshed. I got back into some self-care and getting back into doing my meditations and stuff like that. But taking some time dig it. self-care. redirect. Yeah, redirect and still catching some WNBA basketball oh, in sure. between this week. Um, as we all know, this week's games all were single elimination games that we all been looking forward to, but not really. Because, you know, one yeah. bad game, as we saw, well, we'll talk <laughs> about. But, like, yeah, it, it'll sit you out. It, it's, the season's over. So it's just yeah. a reality for the WNBA. And, uh, and that's what it is. So, Dion, let's go ahead and roll into the game situation, but the playoff edition. That's Volume right. Volume 1. Volume right. 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 1. Volume 1. I'll roll back to... Yep, Sunday on the 13th when the Dallas Wings and the New York Liberty took the court. And even 
though the New York Liberty shot a better percentage, um, though just under 48%. Dallas shooting 38%. The Liberty just had a fantastic third quarter, 31 points collectively as a team, but still wasn't able to get over the hump. All kinds of floating jump shots. Yeah. Like uh, Arike she had pull-ups from all over the court and just enjoyed seeing her get out there and, and just watch her play. I love seeing Arike play. She scored 26 points. Yeah, New York, great effort, but not able to capitalize for a W. Dallas wins this one 82-79. to 79. Who you got next, D? The Aces and the Storm. They headed off last Sunday. As usual, two teams that I love to see play. They yes, went head to head. I mean, it was kind of a battle all the way through. Unfortunately, time ran out and the Storm weren't able to take W. Las Vegas took it 86 to 84. Jewel Lloyd had a freaking great game. And surprisingly, absolutely, um, the Vegas got over it. But yeah, a great game. And then ending up the night on Sunday, the Washington Mystics and Atlanta Dream, the two teams we won't be seeing anymore until next season. And, of course, with this game, as I learned that if Washington had won this game, this would have punted – I'm sorry, Washington had lost this game. It would have punted Dallas Wings into the playoff seed. So because they had won this game against Atlanta, 85 to 78, this was putting them into playoff contention where we see them later in the week and we'll get to that game. But this game was well matched given the lineup and the depth availability for both teams. They shot pretty much identical from three and from the floor. Had Atkins, Misaman, you had um, Maisha Hans Allen, all scoring in the double figures for the Washington Mystics. On the other end, Benaja Laney, the most improved player this year, 27 points. Kennedy Carter also had 26 to give Washington Mystics win their last game, 85-78. to 78. Who's next? Well, just a one-day break. And then we uh, got together on Tuesday. Was this the first playoff game? Was this the first it uh, was elimination the round game? one. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's pitch us up for round one. So we had the sun and the sky. Was rooting for the, the sun, but I would have loved to see the sky win as well. But yep. Connecticut, they have just gelled together like so much yeah. this season with the, the players that have been available to play. It's just been all well for Connecticut and no different mm-hmm. in this game. They went on to win 94 to 81 over the Chicago Sky. Yeah, I agree with you, Dion. With Connecticut, they've been a strong team. They have the most complete team, the complete availability. Then the Chicago with, uh, you know, Diamond DeShields and Azaree Stevens. Not there anymore this season, but um, with what they had left, I was rooting for the skies deep down. But, uh, yeah, Connecticut gets this one. And then for me, the game of the week, this is what I kind (laughs) of put. (laughs) For me, the game of the week was the Washington Mystics with my team going head-to-head with the Phoenix Mercury. Still hot out here, y'all. Still in the triple digits, by the way. Uh And yes, this is the game where DC's karma pretty much just came back to fight them. Recently, they had dropped Shea Petty from the roster. The Mercury happily scooped her right on up. She came out on fire. Shea Petty was really the difference. (laughs) Yeah, the difference of this game in terms of you know, having the composure to pump fake. And here comes Leilani Mitchell flying across for the block, head fake, and Skylar Diggins-Smith passes right on there. Shea Petty squares up, shoots the corner three, and wins the game, sending the Phoenix Mercury to the first round of the playoffs. And uh, I was screaming at the top of my lungs this game. Phoenix was able to win. Shea Petty knocks down the three. Like, super excited for Phoenix getting to the second round. 
to face what is the Minnesota Lynx later on the week. Yep, yep. And then we had the second round, Dion, on Thursday, where we actually went live on Instagram. On our Instagram live, we had some uh, people so pop fun. through some other fans. It was really, really fun. We were pretty much on what most of the uh, most of the game, probably a good hour. I think we, we watched the entire game. Yeah, we kicked back. We were had a, you know I had a couple of drinks. We had our snacks together. We had a really good time watching the game. As you yes. can see, it was a really close one. Evenly played between the Phoenix Mercury and the Minnesota Lynx. I was really excited to see DT uh, lining up and yeah, ready to, to see what was going to happen. It was an even play game. Shea Petty though sadly hurt early. Right? Wasn't it in the first quarter? Mm-hmm. Right, at the and we never yep. saw her again. Yeah, never saw her again. But well played first quarter, twenty-four to twenty-three in the first quarter for both teams. Phoenix leading by one. But just watching Diana Taurasi find a way to score, amazing. she's still amazing at what she does. D, I mean, amazing. I agree. Like twenty-eight points in her thirty-five minutes. She has six three-pointers made in this game with eight, no, nine assists. I just enjoyed seeing her play. My favorite player. That's too. become one of my favorite Mercury players, Dion, mm-hmm. this year has been Brianna Turner. Okay. Brianna Turner is just a highlight. Like, she's just a highlight for me in terms and of what she, she brings gets hot. to the Mercury. Yeah, when she she's a scorer. But when she's not scoring, she's definitely rebounding the ball. Mm-hmm. She had 14 rebounds on this game, 13 points to go with it. And she shot perfectly from the field. Uh, Skylar Diggins wasn't able to find her her rhythm and this is again this is why i say that single elimination games just kind of suck because if you do have the off game or if you are hurt like you know shay petty got hurt maybe she could have rehabbed over the next day break in between or maybe overnight up leading up to the next game and uh would have had an opportunity to get a win on the board for phoenix even if they played the best of three games like Mm -hmm. i think the best of three is the minimum in a, in a live competition, especially at the professional level like WNBA. Like, I agree. Single elimination in the first round, like, it's just, it, it hurts a bit. So, it does. And not only that, it's just the, the, the suspense of it all, Dev, because this yeah. one had us on the edge of our seat. And yeah. I, I thought somehow, you know, Phoenix were going to pull it out. Like you said, it was just amazing to watch Diana Taurasi play. It, it was a really good game down to the end. Diana Taurasi left the game. She was fuming. Um, but at least it would appear that she was. I know she wasn't happy about mm-hmm. the loss. But uh, Phoenix closes by a point in this one. The season is over for the Sadly. Phoenix Mercury. Yeah. And uh, real talk, the difference here in this game was simply Demaris Dantes. Dantes had 22 points Girl, in this one. she couldn't. She was hitting yeah, three-pointers going three on. Pointers. Yeah, three-point yeah. range. Amazing. I don't know how many of them she hit, but I remember she was hitting them. Um, <laughs> when it counted. Crystal Dangerfield came alive in the second half. I don't know what happened. And I think that's when she put up, like, if not 15 points in the second half, the whole out of her 17. That she turned the light came, on. And she turned the light on. Yeah. She had hit the right shot at the right time, and it just seemed like it was dimming the light a little bit for Phoenix the entire time. Odyssey Sims had 14. Mm-hmm. Good to see her. Nafisa Collier wasn't really having a hot night. Only seven points that game. Right. Yeah, She. I think she was more of a defensive contribution to the Lynx. She did get those rebounds. Um, but like you said, it wasn't her, her highest scoring game. 
Yeah, no, it's all good. It's a nice like that. Kia Bond had 10 points in this one. Walker Kimbrough, 9 points in her 24 minutes. The Minnesota Lynx advanced and uh, move on to the next round, the third round, I think. Yeah, the third round, which we'll be, uh, we're going to be seeing them upcoming. Phoenix is coming on back home. Hopefully, I get to see Diane and just bump into her. Maybe I'll see her at Fries or something. <laughs> all right. One could wish, right? have later on that day we had uh we have this the sun and the sparks and i was highly anticipating this game dev highly anticipating and ready to see it because i was ready to see candace parker and see how mm-hmm. they were going to line up with dewanda bonner and mm-hmm. hi- highly anticipated as i said but it, it you know it started off i think on fire for both on both sides well you know they they actually just got outplayed and i mean they i'm talking about the the los angeles spark they outranked the connecticut sun and just playing cold the sparks only scored eight points eight points in the first quarter it was a 22 to 8 after the first horn just seeing the guts connecticut played with at no point did los angeles look like they were ever going to pull away ever really come back with it in the game i thought that sparks were going to give them a, a fight i really did but necca was you think not, so? she wasn't feeling well right necca like, wasn't was feeling well right yeah and it happens you know i just felt bad man i really did i was looking forward to a really tight game in this one despite necca not being um in the game but connecticut just proved to be the hungrier team Alyssa thomas had 19 points and five assists dewana bonner has just been just consistent throughout mm-hmm. with her 17 points seven rebounds it's been a really good season for her for dewana it really has and just for the connecticut sun all together Yes. Because, I mean, they started out 0-5. It looks like mm-hmm. a rough pair with Brian January coming on new this year and Dewana Bonner. I was just worried that there was a, a chemistry issue early on. But I'm happy to see them in the playoffs, Connecticut, oh, yeah. this far in. I was expecting a little bit different shape up, and I guess I'll share that a little bit later when we get into it. But uh, I guess we can start now because Thursday ends the first, uh, the, I'm sorry, the second round of the WNBA playoffs for 2020. That's right. Um, oh, Candace Parker, she played the entire game for the Sparks. She played the full 40 minutes. She had 22 points. And, and she uh, had a other great than, game. I was happy to see the vet out there really doing her best to keep she, she was the sparks fighting. in it. Brittany Sykes was out there as well, just not able to get the calls that she probably would have gotten otherwise, getting bodied up by the, the sun. But the sun's, their eyes are on the prize. So mm-hmm. uh, other than Simone Augustus scoring with her 10 points, no other player on the sparks team had double digits and scores. Wow. I mean, no other, other than Candace Parker with her 22. Simone Augustus is 10. No other Sparks player. So it was a really hard night. Connecticut mm-hmm. wins this one, right, Dion? 73-59. to 59. That's right. And bump the Sparks out of the playoff ranks and send them home back to L.A. for yeah. the rest of the year, man. So yeah, congratulations. Connecticut Suns. Yeah, they won. We get to see them later this week. We're going to talk about them because they played today, today, Sunday. Yeah, Jeff. So today we had the first round of the semifinals go down. Mm-hmm. That was between the Connecticut Sun and Las Vegas Aces. Another game I was really looking forward to, excited to see. We yes, actually indeed. connected a little bit on this game when it was on. It started out both teams fighting right from the beginning. Alyssa Thomas was on fire, especially with her defense. I would say the whole entire Connecticut defense collapsed well, or them. ran like a well or a machine today. It it they were all they, they were really frustrating. 
Yes, really yeah. frustrating the Vegas players, but mm-hmm. it was amazing to watch. And our girl, Jasmine Thomas, this Ooh. was her record-breaking personal best game. This was her game. Yeah, this was her game. She just couldn't miss. Um, you know, D, when I, I slept in a little bit um, this morning, and I'm on the West Coast, so I slept in a little bit. When I woke up this morning, it's got out of bed about 9 30 10 o'clock the game was on and i got the alert on my phone that it was game time for the uh the connecticut sun aces and i tell you the it was it was a, it was a great game it was a suffocating it really defense. was and i and the defense is what took took care of all the offense that was created for jasmine thomas on the other end agreed even though dewana bonner wasn't necessarily an integral part of the scoring factor mm-hmm. Alyssa Thomas was just amazing to watch play. The contorted shots that she takes and they just go <laughs> in. I think it's just, she's a, just a magician at this point. But amazing game play from her. Uh, who else was, Brianna. Brianna Jones just proved herself to be a great choice. Having her ability available on the sun bench. Mm-hmm. Loving seeing her play. She got in foul trouble early though. She had two fouls like in the first few minutes of the first quarter. And picked up another one, a third in in the second quarter. But I I love this game. Asia Wilson was battling. She was taking her shots confidently, stepping into her shots, Mm -hmm. pulling up. They they weren't dropping. Yeah, yeah, the MVP. And D-Rob cutting and driving into the lane. Bumped in a few layups too. Yeah, you know, who was uh, also quiet, uh, this, who was also quiet tonight on the Aces side is Angel McCautry. She never really got warm. Right. I didn't see much from her in this game. Those nights happen. Yeah, Angel was definitely giving it her best. I saw her energy. Her her focus was there. The shots just weren't weren't dropping for her. And the Aces just collapsed under the pressure of the sun. The heat was on from the beginning of the game, and I enjoyed seeing the sun play. Today. I really did too. I really I had did too. a great time. But in the middle of the game, wasn't the third quarter when they bumped in and said breaking news about the Seattle Storm mm-hmm. uh, game that was coming on later on? Who was that game with? Was that the Lynx in the Storm? Uh, yeah, it was the Lynx in the Storm the that was the storm. due to play. Also in this first uh, first part of the semifinals, this is the best of five, and uh, we weren't able to see the Storm play and uh, the Storm and the Lynx play, but we'll be hearing from the W when they'll have the game this week. And the yeah, next set of games happen on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, they were out um, because they had some players have COVID tests come back inconclusive. So we're That's wishing. Right, yeah all of them the best and that they come back negative and that all is well as far as that goes yep hope the girls are okay everybody comes back with negative tests and everybody is feeling complete feeling their best so glad that the w took the precaution to cancel the game though on our side of things we're like oh no (laughs) i know i was like what is going on i didn't know what to think of it thankfully it wasn't anything else and hopefully this won't turn out to be anything terrible either at first i thought they were gonna like postpone the game for a couple hours was it gonna be you know later on in the day today but Glad to see the MVP play the sixth woman of the year as well. Dion, let's roll into the uh, awards, the 2020 WNBA Awards League yeah. Awards team this year. The MVP of the league, Dion. Asia Wilson. Well no, deserved. No less than. 
well-deserved. She was a player that if she was on any club, she would have made a difference in where they are right now. I believe that. And I believe that as well. So and shout out nice to, to see Asia Wilson. how emotional she was, you know, accepting that, mm-hmm. looking at her interview, just knowing how much that meant to her. She also giving credit to her team as well and, and, and kind of, you know, saying that she wouldn't have made MVP without them. Yeah. Really cool to see. It was it was great how they set her up, had to kind of lead her into it, and they pretended that it was something else going on, some kind of press event, I think, was going on. And then when she walked in, everybody was there, and she accepted oh, her award. So really cool to see her and Don Staley, her college coach, mm-hmm. University of South Carolina. That's near home. Yeah. Um, seeing them celebrate the, the MVP award, well-deserved to Asia Wilson. So happy, yes. happy for her. And the team. Yeah. And then the yeah. Aces also have a second winner as well as far as the accolades go yeah erica hamby again six woman of the year yep six woman of the year and when i go back and look at it i don't recall any other player coming off the bench as consistently and contributing the way that she did on the defensive and offensive side things so big shouts to erica hamby for collecting her things again the second year (laughs) in a row the sixth woman of the year award (laughs) her second sixth Woman of the Year Woman Award. Woman of the Year Award. That is go. a tongue twister. Right. <laughs> Fat. And then the most improved player of the league, Dion, is Benajah Laney. Atlanta stand up. That's what's up. <laughs> I really didn't know who Benajah Laney was until this season, to be she honest. Really made a name but that's herself. a wonderful thing. Yes. She has made it clear who she is, and this is it was hers to take. And uh, though there were some contenders, I think Maisha Hans Allen, there was, I mean, I think Brittany Sykes in my mind would have been even one to consider. But uh, wonderful, wonderful to see that the league was paying attention and didn't leave her out. Even though the team, you know, as a whole wasn't um, garnering lots of wins or getting collect you know getting the wins this year collectively Benaja was giving it to her all and um congratulations to her winning the most improved player award Absolutely. this year i think it'll be a definite confident booster for a confidence booster for her um and we will see much much more from her next season we sure will yep with some rest yeah we have you know some mm-hmm. pt some mm-hmm. massage a little fun in the sun <laughs> These girls are going to come back next year, man. It's going to be crazy. Everybody, if everybody comes back healthy. Woo. But anyway, um, who else? Oh, the Coach of the Year Award goes mm-hmm. to sure the team we're we trying to see play today, the Minnesota Lynx team. <laughs> Cheryl <laughs> Reeve. Congrats to Cheryl Reeve for collecting the Coach of the Year Award. I think it's well-deserved to go to her, especially – when you're coaching a fireball like Crystal Dangerfield, when you the know how to the year to harness all of that power and give it a shot, man. Rookie of the year this year is none other than Crystal Dangerfield. Just been an amazing player to watch play. D. I, I don't, I don't think I've seen a rookie in a while that has made me that excited to see them play and has been that good. Right. And I don't recall when the when the season first started when we were saying the rookies we were most looking forward to. Was she mentioned? I, I'm not sure that we mentioned her. I, I she kind of surprised her, me. Taya Cooper. Okay. Yeah, Taya Cooper. We we also mentioned you know Kennedy Carter was a part of the the conversation mm-hmm. early in the season. And I of course, 
Yeah, Sabrina Unescu was was definitely a conversation point because she probably would have been a oh, name yeah. to be talking about right now. But nonetheless, Crystal Dangerfield is so deserving. I mean, I've oh, never yes. seen anybody pull the three like her. The last time I seen probably a, a rookie like her was probably back in the Cappy Pondack when Cappy played. Mm. Way back then, Cappy was a, a phenomenal rookie. So she's been she's she's an awesome player. So. Looking forward to seeing her match up with Jordan Canada, the other guard on the other side with the Storm, Sue Bird, coming up this week. And uh, and that yeah, hasn't been announced yet, has it, Dev? No, Dev not play. that I know of at this point. That there hasn't been a new a new uh, scheduled a date scheduled for this game, but I think we'll hear about it probably within the next twenty four hours. Even it, they may even they're all in Bradenton, Florida, so I, they may even play on Tuesday with the other you know, the other set. Deb, I would be remiss if we didn't, while we're speaking about the links, we never mentioned the, uh, we never mentioned Sylvia Fowles returning. The return, that's right, the return of Big Seal. Seal has stepped on the court, and uh, she did get a few minutes into that game, but I'm glad to see Big Seal back um, on the yes. line in the lineup, and I bet we would have saw her today, too. Mm-hmm. I, I bet we would have. But she's going to be see. ready <laughs> when, we, yeah. when we get to see her next. She'll be ready, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, we'll see her soon, hopefully. On uh, on Tuesday, so, even better if we saw her tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, Dev, I do want to ask: Do you have a prediction so far of who you think is going to pull the championship? Ooh, my prediction is it's going to be something wild. I I think I was joking with you this week, and I was like, the Liberty is going to win the championship this year. No, I did as well. No chance. But right. I think the Connecticut Sun, with their fight, with the brand of fire they have, and they have the most composed team, they have the deepest depth, if they can back the storm on their heels. Now, that's if they can get a chance to shut the storm down. But um, I think the Connecticut Sun may pull pull us us out here for a championship. I hope they do. Yeah, I I, I agree, Dev. What about you? I agree. I think it may come down to the sun and the storm. And I, I that's a game that's going to be, I know, spectacular. Yeah, I, I think that the sun are going, going to take it home. The way that they're playing right now mm-hmm. is top-notch basketball. Yeah, this is a season that's been focused, given to a lot of different things. Social justice being the number one focus for this league. It's been a testy few weeks. I bet living in the mm-hmm. bubble is not easy. It's probably fun in a lot of ways, but not able to really see your family and your family come right. visit you. So this season is going to be, I mean, this championship is going to be special. It's going to be one to it's remember. It's going to be like un- unlike books. any other ever in a history. And I can say the same thing about any other league that's playing right now. But for these ladies for these women in the WNBA I'm just excited to I'm just very proud of them for taking on so much this season a lot of the the achievements I like to want to mention that I can kind of go back and think some of the positives I remember that the WNBA players got an increase in their pay and rest in peace to the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and just speaking of women's rights right you know Mm kind of all it all goes full circle yeah full circle with that so just watching the women's basketball league and then why, you know the, watching the women play and shoulder the things that they shoulder for everyone not only the things that as women face on a normal basis on a daily basis living in the world we live in mm-hmm. i just enjoy watching the women play and uh, seeing their intensity seeing the love that they have for the game i'm just i'm completely so addicted so yeah 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 it is
I mentioned that to my husband, Jay, women always seem to lead when it comes to speaking up Mm -hmm. or speaking out on injustices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it also goes because men, they have male privilege. And not many times men don't have to challenge anyone else for their what should be natural, normal rights to to govern themselves, to have a job, to own a home, to apply for a mortgage. These are things that women should be able to do without men. So I think that in many ways, they weren't ever challenged or rejected by a law or by society that says, no, you can't have that or this because you were born of your gender. A male. That's right. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen with this this postponed game. Can't wait. Up, but we'll all find Can't out wait. soon. This is the second game in the semifinal. Yep. You guys, thanks so much for joining us for episode 11. As always. Yes. Thank you. With Deb so and Dion. You guys, you could definitely catch us more of us and follow our pages. We would love you to subscribe to our show and catch us on Instagram at From the Sidelines Podcast. And we're on Facebook at From the Sidelines WNBA. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We can't say it enough. Please tell a friend and tell that friend to tell someone to join us where the WNBA fans huddle up. This is where we talk to you guys about the game. We absolutely love and adore. Um, shout out to the GOAT. Cheryl Swoops liking my picture this week. I just screamed. I think I had took a screenshot, sent it to all my closest friends that know how much I love and um, just admire Cheryl Swoops. So <laughs> thank you so much if you're out there listening. Somebody tell her. And uh, anyway, you guys, thanks so much for listening. I think we about to be out, yo. I love you, D. Love you too, sis. Peace, 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 peace.